You're listening to a bonus episode of Is It That Deep Though? With just me, Joy Today. Basically, it's been a hard time for everybody. I think we all get into slumps because of how the real world is and we need to take breaks. So I thought in the interim, I would come in and record just an episode, another episode where I talk about things that make me happy or that really make me happy to be here. Number one, Stranger Things season four. I hope we're all caught up because, whoa, like that was a dynamic comeback. It's honestly my favorite season of all of them. I was not a fan of season two, season three. There's something about malls that just make me itch. So I didn't like that. Season one was so endearing. So it's great that by season four, I'm back in the mix of really being excited to see where things go. Obviously my favorite new character is Eddie because he's he brought so much to the table. You will notice that the band girl that Robin has a crush on is actually Amabeth McNulty from <laughs> Anne with an E, which if you know me, I go up for Anne with an E. That was my show. And I was devastated when Netflix canceled it after three seasons, even though the story wasn't finished yet. But anyways, yeah, she's in this season of Stranger Things. So I'm hoping that they give her more to do in the next parts that come up. Number two, The Boys. So The Boys is a TV show that I've gotten into in the past year, I think. I think it's one of the shows I picked up during the pandemic. I've gotten into superhero movies and superhero TV a lot, but I especially enjoy the darker iterations of superhero narratives or whatever. And so The Boys, even though I usually really hate gore, I hate seeing things that are like bloody and people exploding and this show is full of that. But I've really enjoyed this show. I really like Jack Quaid. <laughs> I think he looks just like his daddy and that is great. <laughs> I love seeing like the progeny of two prolific actors become an actor themselves. So I think that's cool. And I'm excited to see where it goes because it seems like Homelander is about to really fuck some shit up. Number three, that feeling when you finally buy that thing you've been wanting to buy for months. So listen to me, part of being an adult is getting nicer shit. It's getting real furniture staples that can stick around for like years that you didn't just get from somebody's garage sale or for, from someone on Facebook Marketplace, but that you actually went to a legitimate store and bought brand new. There is this couch, this sofa, this art piece that I've been looking at for several months now and just been thinking about how I could save up for it and just thinking about how it would really elevate the furniture that I'm gonna have in my new place when I move. And I finally pulled the trigger on it yesterday. I finally bought it. I bought the couch, y'all. It's amazing. It's this velvet mustard color and it's something that my cats can't scratch up. So I'm just super excited for that. And I feel like this purchase brought me closer to being an adult. It's the most expensive thing I've ever bought. The most expensive singular thing because y'all know I'm not into labels like that. So this is me being an adult, buying things that I need that will last a long time. And I am very proud of myself for that. Number four, continuing on with the theme of buying things, finally being able to afford things you usually can't. I don't know if we're all at that point yet. I mean, I'm close to 30. I used to feel like I should have been here at 22. I think a lot of us had this misconception that when we graduated college, we should have went straight to a job that was like 60, 70,000 a year. And I honestly thought by 30, I was going to be a fucking director or like a executive. You know, we have these unrealistic expectations of ourselves. 
I don't know what it's based on, but the truth is after you graduate college for like three or four years, you're going to be doing entry level work and you're going to be happy if you even make 50K a year. It's hard out here. So me being 28 and finally being able to be like, I want it. I got it. I want it. I got it. The few times that I'm able to have that mentality and just go ahead and put the thing in the bag and click purchase. Amazing. Another example of this is that I recently upgraded a flight to first class. Cue the Jack Harlow song. Just kidding. Because first class is something that's honestly a great experience. And I have only been first class one time. It was a $100 upgrade to Mexico. And everybody knows from Texas to Mexico is like two hours. So it wasn't long, but I felt so special. <laughs> and so anytime I can upgrade from coach to first class for like $200 or less, I'm gonna do it. So even though it was only $200 and that's really not that much money, I felt very special that I could treat myself to another thing that's completely unnecessary and really just bridges the gap between the classes. But hey, let some of us get into first class. Like it's honestly, it's one of those things that when you're like, oh, rich people just get to live like this. Like they just do shit like this every day and it's nothing. You realize why like there's such a division between us and personality and circumstance and disposition. Because honestly, if you can pay to just not be inconvenienced or if you can pay to be the first in line, to be sitting at the front, to get these huge plush seats, to get free alcohol your whole flight. Like, why wouldn't you just do that every time? Okay, number five. <laughs> Getting drunk and balling out at the movie theater. So I'm the kind of person who I like to go to the movies all the time and I go by myself. It's really hard to get people to, honestly, I don't know how people do it. If you can get a group of more than three people to agree to do anything, more power to you. Y'all must be the fucking babysitter's club or something. Cause you cannot get adults to agree to do anything. Like it has to be your birthday and it has to be a local restaurant. Like if you ask for too much from two more than three people or three or more people, it ain't happening. So I just go to the movie theaters by myself. Cause I'm not finna text people and be like, oh, what day? Oh, what time? Oh, which theater? Oh, wait, I want to see this movie. Oh, you don't want to see it? Oh, you know, then this whole planning was for shit because you don't even want to see what I want to see. I bought this season pass, seasons pass to Alamo Draft House, which means that for $20 a month, I can see as many movies a month as I want. Actually, no more. I can see one movie a day <laughs> if I wanted to for the whole month. So nowadays I just like will pick a random like Saturday or Sunday that I don't really have shit to do during the day and I'll go out to the movie theaters. And it's honestly a great time. Go to the movies, order a couple drinks, or actually go to the bar across the street from the movie theater. Order a few drinks there, get to the movie theater, order that refillable popcorn bowl, order that expensive <laughs> movie theater pizza that's not even that good. Like, it's just a good feeling. It's heartwarming, especially if you pick a good movie or just some sort of slapstick movie. Like, pick a fucking Fast and Furious type of movie where you don't have to pay that much attention. The last time I did this, I saw a Top Gun Maverick and I had a fucking ball. Number six, when Mask Off plays, <laughs> when you're running on the treadmill and Mask Off starts to play, and then just as you find your groove, the beat drops and he says, Percocet, Molly, Percocet. That is the best feeling <laughs> on the treadmill. I talk a lot of shit about future and I will stand by it. I don't like that guy. He's a deadbeat father. He controls his baby mamas with money and is not present at all. He talks about his exes like he's 14 years old. I never liked you. Like, come on. Anyways, 
Y'all, I, I will let him live when it comes to how the music can make you feel. Cause I still don't like lyrics like saying, if I hit it once, you're part of my collection. I still don't like that. I don't like that. But at the same time, and I don't like pushing drugs either, but come on, come on. When that beat drops and he says, Percocet, Molly Percocet. Like you, you can't help but feel hype. And it just hits three times as hard on the treadmill. Number seven, speaking of music, when you are listening to a playlist on Spotify that you made and then you forgot to just have it replay. So then Spotify makes a radio playlist. They call it Spotify radio for that playlist that you've made. And they actually give you new artists that you're like, oh, oh shit, yeah, okay, who is this? Like, that is a great feeling. I love discovering new music. And it's really hard because it's like, how do you even know where to look? Most of the time when a friend is like, oh my gosh, listen to this artist. I listen to them and I'm like, meh, eh, not really my thing. Especially when you get <laughs> when you get recommendations from people who you already, I don't even know what your playlist be looking like. So maybe you shouldn't be recommending to me what I would like. I am a ride or die Spotify fan because of the fact that they did it first. There's Apple music now. I don't really care about that. Spotify did it first where they came up with ways to create playlists to put in your face the daily playlists that they give you. They have so many mixes based on what your top artists are and then straight up your playlist having its own radio where you can discover new music. The number one song that sticks in my face as an example of this, this song called North Face. North Face by Odie. North Face is in the jacket. He is an amazing vocalist and I love it. It just really puts me in the mood. It's like a chill going on a walk song, going for a drive song, going for a gentle jog song. Lastly, number eight, <laughs> new duvet covers. If you ever are just stuck in a rut and you're like, I don't know what it is. I just feel very blah. I'm not feeling it when I'm in my apartment or in my home. I'm just kind of like, wah. The best thing you can do to just get yourself out of this rut is purchase a new duvet. I get mine from Amazon because you can literally just sit on your fucking toilet if you wanted and just scroll through all these different designs. I haven't found another store that is really good about having different designs. I know Target has a lot of bedroom, you know, home decor and stuff. But as far as I've seen from Target, they typically just have the opaque, like one color things. And I've heard of Brooklinen. I tried Brooklinen. I went to their website and it just was a little, it wasn't easy enough for me. The perfect duvet cover can really lift your mood. I am so ready to get up and out of this apartment, but I bought a new duvet cover and I already like, I'm almost back in love with it. Like I'm almost back in love with my room just because of this new duvet cover I got. Thank you for listening. I realized that a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the things on here are about purchasing, about buying things with monies. I don't know. I feel like I wrote a blog post about this. You can follow my blog at younghagsays.com, young y-u-n-g says.com <laughs> and i wrote a post yesterday because i was kind of in my feelings just about like how you can't really rely on people you know it's a really hard time i think our generation is really difficult especially we don't call each other we don't make time for each other like there's not the camaraderie that i felt when i was in fucking junior high or something i think social media really destroyed our connections to each other social media and our reliance on our cell phones and texting and things like that because most of the friends I have, like 90% of them, we don't call. We just text and I don't like texting. So after three texts, I will be like, girl, what you up to? Do you want to hang out? Do you want to do happy hour? Do you want to do something? 
And then if we can't get our schedules to align, I'm just gonna stop trying because I find that I'm mostly the proactive, hey, let's hang out. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, let's hang out person. And I get tired of that. So a lot of my friends during this time, I felt so disconnected from and so defeated from like, okay, well, I guess we're just not gonna hang out then because I'm the only one who puts effort or whatever. And you never know what people are going through. And I'm going through a lot of shit. It's that weird balance of being like, people are going through a lot. When they're not with you, you don't know what's going through their head, but it's also like, but you don't know what's going through my head right now. Like I really could use your company. <laughs> so a lot of times I end up turning towards what I can do for myself. So for me, that is somewhat fitness. It's going for a run, it's going to the gym, it's drinking celery juice and trying to do something that will make me feel good physically. But it's also me just making quick purchases because that quick gratification of being like, I bought the sofa I really wanted. I upgraded my flight. So I have this flight to look forward to. I'm going to the movies tomorrow and I'm gonna eat all the popcorn, all the truffle parmesan popcorn at that theater will belong to me like it's little things like that that can make me feel like i have more control over my life or my own happiness so it's not that i need to pedal money spending but i also feel like bitch like what else are we here for don't let the money rule you you rule the money so be responsible but also like personally we all have to find our thing our trick that we can do our one trick that we can do to lift ourselves out of a funk and I think I just gave you eight of mine. As soon as we can record me and Cynthia, we will be back with a new episode. So take care and thanks for listening.